Okay, Be'ezus Hashem, we're holding the Samach Aleph, Omad Aleph, right at the top of the daf, and we start with a quote from our Mishnah, which is actually on the previous daf, the last few words on the daf from Samach Aleph, base, that says, Which means, a person is not allowed to go out with one shoe if he does not have any type of wound on his foot. And we said in Rashi, there are two pshatim for this. Either it means he's carrying another one, people think that way at least, or maybe people are going to laugh at him and therefore he'll take off the single one that he has. Says the Gemara like this, top word. Okay, so it's mashable from there, from the Mishnah. That if a taka, a person has some kind of mark on his regal, he is allowed to go out with one single shoe. Says the Gemara, behind the nine Which shoe, which foot does he put the one shoe on? The, the foot that has the wound is the one he should put the shoe on. See from here that Rav Huna held what is the purpose of the shoe is to prevent tsar. In other words, we don't want a person to walk on the floor and get hurt from the uh, things that are sticking out, pegs, nails, and stones that are sitting out the Shusarabim. And therefore, since this guy is walking around the way he does, and is only wearing one shoe, the people understand, must be the second one he's not doing, because he's got a maka, and therefore it's okay. Bechir Barav says, No, he should put the single shoe on the other one, on the one that does not, the healthy foot, Almakasava, must be Bechir Barav holds, Lishum Tainuk of it. Now, in other words, he holds that the shoe is there in order for comfort purposes. It was there that you don't want to put your foot on the ground. And therefore, And the one that has a makom, meaning the other foot, is clearly uh, recognizable that the reason he's not putting the shoe on is because he has a makom. And that's the reason why it's okay, according to the second chat that we said in Russia, that the reason is because people are going to laugh at him. There's no chashash over here because people are not going to laugh at him because they see, oh, the reason he hasn't got a, he hasn't got a uh, the shoe on the other foot is because he has a macro on that foot. Please do me a favor and pass me my shoe. Interesting. He gave him his right shoe. Amalei, so Bjorklin said, since we know that you need to put on the left shoe first, and you gave me my right one and I put it on, I can no longer put on my left shoe. And he went out into Shosarabim wearing only the right shoe. Says the Gemara, Mako. I made it basically that my right foot has a maker on it. So you see from here, Bjorklin holds like with Huna, that the, 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 the foot that you put the shoe on, the single shoe is the foot that has a maka. Says the one, no, it's not a raya. That you always put the foot, the shoe on the one that there's no maka. But this is what Rabbi Yechonon meant. I made the left foot, that one has a maka. Because I'm not putting a shoe on it. But as the Revirkan Tame, and Revirkan goes to Shitosai, Tama Revirkan Kut. 
tefillin. It's like tefillin. Kacham and olim. So too, it's like shoes. Just like we tied tefillin, so too we put on our shoes. Mat tefillin besmol. Just like tefillin. We start with the left, and as we tie it with our left, the Gemara Menachet Aflam and Zaynam Aleph learns this from the pasuk that we say in Krishma. V'hoyel la'oisal yadcha, and says the Gemara Menachet Aflam and Zayin yadcha is yad. It's the weak one. It's always the left one. That's why we tie with the left. On the left. I'm sorry, not with the left. On the left. So to also, when you put on a shoe, you always put it on with the left. There's an interesting question over here, Lamaisa, because we know, I'm assuming we know, because we learned Ksubas, Daf, Chav Gimel, where it says over there, the Pshim Ba'aba was a coin. And we know the Shulchanak, Paskins, Lalocha, in Simon Kuf, Chav, Ches, that you're not allowed to use a coin but ask him to do things for him. So we have a cash on this Gemara. How can we be open and say, uh, can you please give me my shoe? So there's a Mordeka Meshachachma in this week's Pasha. Right? Talks about the Gidashtai, Pasha's Emmer, that learns from here, or, yeah, basically from here, that any coin that's Mulchalal Kvoidai, and therefore it works. And therefore that's how we allowed it to do this. The Taz brings an interesting Maisa about a coin who poured water for Rabbeinu Tam, and Rabbeinu Tam didn't say anything. Uh, when he said, excuse me, one second, there's Yushami in Brochus, in this, in, in, in Daf Samach, that says anyone that uses a coin is over. So Rabbeinu Tam says, nowadays there's no Kudusha for a coin. Ah, in that case, why do we give him the first Aliyah? And why do we give him Pijan Aben if you say there's no Kudusha anymore? And it's interesting, they bring down over there, the Tan says that Rabbeinu Tam didn't answer. But others did answer that says the same answer as what we're saying for the Meshachachma is he's Mochalal Kvode and certain situations, not Banalia. Anyway, um, others want to say differently, but I'll call him that's what it is. Vaita. Let's see the Gemara Vaita. We're going to talk about now the Indian of Shoes. The Indian of Shoes. The Indian of Shoes. Says the Gemara. Meisfei. Echabakasha. Echabakasha. Kishu Noel, when you put your shoes on, Noel Shlimin, put on your right. Makak Noel, Shlimin. Then you put the left one. Not like Rabbi Yochanan just said a moment ago, that it's like Tfilin. What's going on? He said it's like Tfilin. Tfilin, we, we wrap on the left hand. And therefore we start with our left. There's a price that says you always start with the right. Says the Gemara of Yosef Hashto to Don Yochi. Now that you've said this, for Amr of Yochanan and Rabbi Yochanan said that, the Ovid Hachi Ovid, Whichever one you do, you are Beseda Gomel. In other words, if you want a Machabad, the left side, because of the Mitzvah Tfilin, like Rabbi Yechonon said, no problem. If you want a Machabad, the right side, because if it's Cheshivas of the right, you could do that also. Rabbi Yechonon happened to be Machbid, because he always wanted to put, he wanted to put the right one first, because he was Machabad, the left. That's what Tosfus says. Out called Ponim. No, maybe Rabbi Echanan never heard this b'risa. Therefore, he didn't bask like it. If he would have heard the b'risa, he would have gone back and retracted from what he said and would have actually gone with the right. Or you could say, No, actually, of course, Rabbi Echanan heard the b'risa. No, we don't bask like it. Okay. Someone that fears God should Mekayim both Shittas Umani, who is a person that is Yerushimayim that gets both, Mar Berei de Rabbana. Hei Ovid, so how exactly did he do it? So, he put on the right shoe first, but he didn't tie it. And if it was Mekayim, that brace up. The Soyim just smiled of a Kota. Then he put on the left shoe and tied it. 
which means he's Mekayim Divi Rabbi Yechanan, that you have to put on the left first, because he tied it first. Like Tosfa says, Dafka Lagabi Kshira, we should be Maktim, the left to the right, because of the Hashivas of Mitzvah's Tefillin, which is through Kshira, but not through wearing, and you can wear the right one first, that's how Tosfa says, but Hadakototimina, then he put on the right shoe and tied that one, and he tied the right shoe. Amr Rashikazina Rav Kahana, the Loy Kapitess Rav Kahana, was a Makbid on this. Tonu Rabbanon, Kushu Noyel, Noyel Shalimin, Ba'akak Shal Tzmal. You put on the right, and then you put on the left. When you take off the shoes, first take off the left shoe, then you take off the right shoe in order to give cover to the right to keep it on longer. When you wash your hands, always start with the right hand. Right, that's what we do when the Tilisa diamond anyway. Is that you fill it up holding it with your right hand, and you pass the clee to the left hand, and you pour it over your right hand. When you smear oil on your hands, always start with the right hand. You always start with your head. It's the melech of all of the limbs, and therefore you start with that first when it comes to a shower. Interestingly enough, we'll just talk about this for a moment. When it comes to the halachas over here, so Rabbeinu Yoyna and the Torah, and the Shulchan Aruch in Simon Beis Sif Dalet, Paskin like Reb Nachman by Yitzchak, and therefore according to that, a person should put on his right shoe, then he should put on his left shoe, the left shoe should then be tied, and then the right shoe afterwards should be tied. The reason we do the right shoe first, as we've mentioned already from Tosfos that told us to Maskel to Ovidach, you look it up, where he says that we find that the right always has precedence when it comes to sprinkling on the finger and the toes of the Metzorah, and also by Chalitza, and therefore over here also. That's why there are more ads. This Indian of Tosfos, over that's what the Ramah brings down, that he says that even if the shoes do not have laces, which is a common shayla, what do I do then? So what? Says the, says the Ramah, in our daf, that you should put on the right shoe before the left. Okay? Um, the Lavush brings a beautiful pshat, because you mentioned there's a connection between tefillin and shoes, right? Tying your shoelaces like tefillin. What's the connection? So we know there's a Gemara in Chulendav Petes that tells Avram Avinu when he defeated the Arab Malachim, the four kings, the king of Sdoim offered him to take all the uh, all the leftovers of the war. Avram Avinu said, absolutely not. I want my money to come from the Rabbani Shalom and not from uh, uh, human human beings. Avram Avinu said, you know, it's a Bereshit Yudan Chav Gimel, not a thread and not a shoelace will I take from you. Says the Lavush, in the schos of what Avram Avinu said, Avram Avinu merited that his sons have the mitzvah of tzitzis and the straps of tefillin. That's what Chazal tells us. Therefore, now that we know if the mitzvah of tefillin originated with Avram Avinu's statement about shoelaces, then it definitely makes sense that the tying of shoes be done with the left, like we find from tefillin. How beautiful. How beautiful. I will mention to you, there's an Orach HaShogh and Semigim that brings down what about um, stockings? I think nowadays it's more negated to like the Belzers, where they have the white socks for Yontov, right? You tie them up, they have like little shoelaces at the end of those socks. So he says that Orch HaShulchan wants to tie that since we see the left has Kedima when it comes to tying, this will be true with any tying. As I pass in the Kitzvah Shulchan Aruch, that when it comes to tying, that, that, that wins, and you should always go when it comes to the left. The Mishaburus is not that way, and the Mishaburus says that we, do, that we do not need to tie or secure the left hand stocking before the right, and the same thing with anything that you tie, you don't have to tie the left for the right, and as we 
mentioned by it comes to taking off shoes, Rabbeinu Yonah said the left shoe should always be removed first because you're leaving the right shoe on for longer. And there's a chadush ha'goyis, if you have a look on the tour, that says you should untie the right shoe first, then untie the left shoe, remove it, and then remove the right shoe. But anyway, that's enough about shoes. Let's go weiter. Let's go weiter. Um, I've lost the place. Uh, you don't have to tell me that the Mishnah's calling is going according to the Manda Omar that holds that Tfilin is not as uh, Shabbos is not as Man Tfilin, which we know is a Machoikis and Erevin Sadiheum base. If Shabbos is as Man Tfilin or not, don't say, yeah, we're going to the Manda Omar that holds that Shabbos is not a time to bond Tfilin, therefore you can't walk out with Tfilin. No, it's not true. Even if you hold it, Shabbos is as mantvinen. La yetsa why? Dilma said a surbish as a rabbin. You're going to take them off. You're going to go into the bathroom, and therefore you have to take them off. And once you take them off, you're going to carry dalit amos in a rishus harabim. Ve'egin amasin la seifa. Ve'miyazareina chayiv chatos. And if you go off with tvinen, you're not chayiv chatos. Don't say it's according to Manda Omar the holds that Shabbos is not uh, uh, is, is as Manda who, and that's the reason why you're not Chayev. No, I forget. And I feel Manda Omar Shabbos loves Manda who. Even according to Manda holds that Shabbos is not the time for Tvinin. Ain't a Chayev Chatos. You're still not Chayev Chatos when you take them out. You know why? My time of Derek Malbush Avida. Derek Malbush wearing Tvinin is a way of clothing, and therefore you're never going to be Chayev Chatos whether you hold that Shabbos is as man or not as man. Doesn't make a difference. You can't go out with a kameya, or some kind of skula thing, which we'll discuss in a minute exactly what it's made from, when it is not from a mumcha, a tried and tested expert. You don't have to tell me that the chat in the Mishnah, where you're not allowed to go out with it, is talking about a kameya that is not an expert, both mitzad, the person who wrote it, and both mitzad, the item itself of the kameya. You're allowed. Now, once we have a situation where the person who wrote it is a mumcha, he's an expert, it's been tried and tested that it works, even though the item itself, the kameya, hasn't been tried and tested, you are allowed to go out. It's also to go out with a kameya that hasn't been uh, uh, hasn't been tried and tested. It is not. Beautiful. Tell us exactly what it means. A Kameh that's a Mumcha that you are allowed to go out with it. So it is like this. In other words, if it healed three different times, whether it's made from a piece of paper with a certain interesting writings on it, like the famous Pnei Yeshua's Khmer that says, and they open it up expecting to find some interesting names of Hashem, and what it was was in the source of Tosfus in Yvomah stuff base. Wow, in the schuss of that, he healed people. But anyway, we don't know exactly what's written inside and how to write it. At least I don't know. Maybe people listening do know. Whether it's made from different types of potions, and they used to hang it on their, ne- you know, as a necklace that way. It doesn't make a difference whether it was done and healed for someone that was about to die, or someone that was not. It doesn't make a difference. In other words, don't say that the only heter to go out is, so- is something that, wow, it's already had this exact particular illness. Ella. You're allowed to go out with a Khmer, even if it never, uh, if it healed 
a illness that this person never had. You'll have to tie it up and you'll have to undo it. Even as long as you don't tie it, as we turn to some of our base, be sure with a bass with a bracelet and a ring. Because there it looks like you're not do, you're doing it a shame takshit and not for a refua, and that is going to be asa because that's not really a takshit, it's really for a refua. So if you put it in a way, you tie it in a way that it looks like it's done for a takshit, then you have problems. But think about one second, but Tanya is a kameh mumcha, and Vistira, there's a brace that says, What is a kameh that's a mumcha? If it healed three people, like one meaning. Dafkin the kameh. If it, if it healed three people that were different, then it's considered to be a mumcha. But the price that we just said a moment ago is as, as long as it healed one person three different times, that's a mumcha. What's going on? It says, One is to tell us that to be, to, to, to make the person who wrote the kameer into a mumcha, that has to be three different people. That has to be three different people. Let's have it is. Masha Enke, that which we said, it has one person three times, that means the Lemchuye Kumeya. That makes the Kumeya into a Mumcha, an expert tried and tested, because it has worked three times, and therefore that's fine, even on the same person. So again, to make the person who writes it into a Mumcha, it's three different people. To make the item, the Kumeya, into an expert tried and tested, that it works, that you're allowed to go out with it, has to do it three times, doesn't make a difference, even if it's the same person. Three different types of Kameas for three different types of people. And each one of these Kameas heal three times, even the same person. Ismachi Gavra, the person who wrote it, is considered to be an Amumcha. And the Kamea is also considered to be because it worked three times. Three Kameas to three different people. Each one of the Kameas healed once. The person that wrote it is a mumcha because the Maisa, he managed to heal three different types of illnesses. But the actual Kamir itself is not considered to be a mumcha because it only did it once. If you have one type of Kamir two, three different types of people that have the same illness and it healed all of them, the Kamir is considered to be an expert and it's tried and trusted and works. But the person himself is not because he managed to do three people but only the same type of illness. Um... And therefore, that's why the Kamir is a mumcha, because it did that, but the person who writes it is not a mumcha, because it's only one type of Kamir, and it's not a riot that it only works in other types. Says the Gemara, Papa, Gavra. What if you write three types of Kamirs for one person? My, what's the din? Do we say Kamir Vada Eloi That the Kamir, it's Vada, is not considered to be a mumcha, because um, it only worked once, um, and therefore we don't know. And therefore, Gavra is Machi, but the person who wrote it is considered to be a Mumcha because he, he managed to heal three different types of illnesses. Oiloi is Machi, or maybe not. Miyamina and Ha'asile. Do we basically be toler that the Chachma of the person that's writing the Kamiya, he can heal the people, and therefore we have a Raya that he's a Mumcha for any type of things? Maybe it just happens to be that this sick guy has a, has a muzzle that he gets uh, healed by this Kamiya. But it's not a riot to anyone else. And therefore we have no raya that the person who wrote it is a mumcha. Says the Gemara Teiku. I don't know. Has a Kameer got Kedusha or not? Says the Svasemes. 
It wasn't written L'Shem Shamayim. So that's our question over here. Right? And of course it's got Hashem's name in it. So what's the Kasha? So the Svasemis is explaining that since the Hashem's name in there and not written L'Shem Hashem's name, it's written L'Shem Rufua, maybe it doesn't have a shame Kedusha. So that's what the Gemara's Kasha is. Says, well, so what I'm ask you, who cares? If the reason you're asking is, because we know there's our locha, that if there's Sifri Kedusha, in a fire, Rachman, let's learn, we're allowed to save them, even now to take them out, even in a place that's not got an Eruv, Toshima, that's not a Kasha, because we have a Brisa. Ha, Brachos, certain Brachos that, Chazawa Masakin, like on Rosh Hashanah, you let them burn in their place. No, 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 we didn't mean that. We meant for the guy putting it to Seamus. Do we need to or do we not need to? Have a price for that. If a Khmer is written on a handle of a cleat, on a pole of a bed, take it off the clear or the, from the bed and put it into Seamus. So you see very simply, you see from here that anything that's in Hashem's written on it needs Geniza, needs Seamus, and therefore the Sotu that comes to a Khmer, it needs Geniza. Says the Gemara, one second. What about going into the bathroom with these things? Did they have Kedusha and therefore it's also to go into the bathroom? Or maybe they do not have Kedusha and therefore it is Mota Tashima. You are allowed to go out in a Rishasurabi Monshabas Kodesh. Only if it's not Minamumcha, the Mishnah says you're not allowed. And if you tell me Kemea has Kedusha. And therefore, it's also to go into the bathroom. Zindim and Sorokla Beisakise. You can be outside, you have to go into the bathroom. And you're going to carry in So you see from here, they're allowed to go in to the bathroom. The very fact they're allowed to go outside means it's not a problem. Who told you it's a Khmer that has a cloth, a special writing inside with Hashem's name? Maybe it's a Khmer that's made from the other type, which has certain potions inside. And therefore, there's no Raya Bechal. Says the Gemara. You're allowed to go out, right? In other words, how can you tell me that the, the Mishnah was discussing one of special spices? But of course, if it was written, then it would be Asa. One second. But the Brisa says, whether it's a commercial Ksav, whether it's a Mishnah Ikvah for potions, you are allowed. So you see, the head to go out is even a Khmer that has writing in it. That means you're allowed to go into the bathroom. So you have your right that you're allowed to go into the bathroom. says, Malach Maiskinon, Bechalish Ish Besakona. Now that's different. It's Bechalish Besakona. One second. Bechalish Ish Bechalish Ish Besakona. It's a difference. And the came in the Malsi, since the Malsi heals, even if you hold it in your hand, it's considered to be a tax ship for you, and therefore there's no problem even carrying it down and the shoes around him. Therefore, you're never going to be chayv, and that's why the Mishnah says you're allowed to go. What do you mean? Ravisha said you're allowed to go out with the Khmer, no problem, but as long as you don't hold it in your hands and walk down the damas, so you see that the Khmer is not considered to be a so what's going on? It's covered with skin, and therefore there's no problem of going into the bathroom. So your whole cash of going into the bathroom doesn't exist because it's covered, and therefore going with something covered is fine. One second, says the Gemara Vahare, Tfilin the Mukhopa Ba'or. We know that your Tfilin have the parish inside, but they're covered with the skin of the batim of the house of the Tfilin, Batanya, and then because the basic kiss, when you go into the bathroom, you have to take off your Tfilin down at Amas before the bathroom, and go inside. 
says the Gemara, Hosom over there, Shin. It's the shin on the outside of the bias that we have a problem, and therefore you've got to take them off. And that's not covered with the skin. If you look at Tosfus, Tosfus brings down that the Dalad and the Yud, Tvinan are not Mamash Allah and Mishmusina, and that's why we didn't garrison the original Abaya, the Gabba the Dalad of the Yud, and that's the reason we have to take them off. Masha'ing and a Kameya is fully covered in skin. There is no problem. Have a wonderful, healthy, and great day.